Welcome to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense, deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. So glad you're here today, as I always am. And I want to talk today about chakras. So many people ask me about them. Um, I know that they are really uh, a central force in how we move through our lives and If you want to develop your uh, psychic gifts, if you want to develop your mediumship gifts, or if you just want to enhance your intuition, um, this is one of the best ways I know how to help people do that. So I'm going to be explaining what, um, what the chakra system is all about. And I really don't know of any other better way to help you raise your own consciousness Uh, increasing your psychic and spiritual awareness than to really teach you how to open and develop your chakras or as they're otherwise known as your psychic energy centers and at the end of this what I'm going to do when I go through the um, the seven chakras I am going to guide you through a meditation that I think is really going to be helpful Uh, it's a very safe meditation to do And uh, it's something that you could really do every day to open these beautiful energy centers. So today we're going to talk about what these centers are, um, where they are, why they're important, how to open and develop them, and what happens if they become blocked. And like I said, at the end, you're going to learn about the chakra meditation, which actually is really a guided meditation to lead you through the opening of your own psychic energy centers. The Eastern term for psychic energy center is chakra, and a chakra is a gateway for energy to enter into the physical body. Um, There's spinning wheels or tubes of energy that form connections between the physical body and the aura. This is your energy field around the body, um, and each of these being a distinctly different color as seen clairvoyantly, meaning each chakra has a distinct uh, and different color than the one before it or after it. And the color is directly related not only to the state of health of the chakra, but also to its nature, which I will uh, share with you in a little bit. The state of health, openness, and developmental level of these chakras is most important to your own health and emotional and spiritual well-being. And having any of them closed or blocked has an effect that's similar to having plaque on an artery to your heart. You know, the stuff you need for life doesn't get through. So ultimately, illness directly related to the blocked chakras results. But when your chakras are open and healthy, you're uh, vibrant and filled with life force energy. And as you develop these chakras to where they can um, carry more energy, you can experience an expansion of consciousness that really you'd never have before. Your psychic abilities will begin to unfold as well, and you'll become really very magnetic to people. And your innate uh, psychic protection improves as well. You're going to have a lot of energy, and it really makes it harder for other people to download onto you. So it's the more you are connected to your chakras, the more you open them, 
uh, and be able to close them as well. And by the way, that's important. You're going to be much more protected energetically. And those of us that are empaths, we really need to make sure we're energetically protected. So when the chakras reach uh, certain levels of expansion and development, you may be one of those people to have a kundalini experience in which the enormous amounts of life force energy stored at the base of your spine in your root center are released up the spine through the seven major chakras along the channel of, of uh, the channel that in the east they call uh, Sushumna, S-U-S-H-U-M-N-A, uh, opening the crown center at the top of your head to create a real spiritual awakening. Uh, and I'm going to talk about this at another time. I'm not going to get into the Kundalini experience. I'm just going to talk today about the seven energy centers. Now, a lot of people have have identified twelve. Uh, these are the seven typical ones, and then of course we have uh, other ones that are all over our bodies. Like for example, under our feet, under our feet, under our feet, uh, close to our ears, and and in other places too. But for the sake of today, I'm just going to focus on. Uh, the seven. So this discussion, it leads automatically to the question, uh, kind of what, what's an aura or, you know, the human energy field. And it really is known to be electromagnetic in nature. And it's really a part of you that uh, exists on the next plane up. Um, it's a part of you that is vibrating at a much higher frequency than your physical body. So that to most people, it's invisible. If you are somebody that sees auras, you'll see all the colors. Um, I, I have often found, I, I, I'm not an expert at that, but I have seen them every now and then. Uh, and some people's auras can be very close to them, vibrating very close to them and bright or with some other colors. And then some people who really have a very, very big bright light, you could see it expand inches outside of them. And like I said before, there are virtually thousands of little chakras or energy wheels in the body. But the seven major ones are the ones usually referred to as the seven chakras. And these seven major energy centers are located at key places along the spinal column, whereas the rest are smaller and are located all over the body. And acupuncturists and massage therapists using acupressure are familiar with these, you know, special energy points or vortexes they can work with to alleviate pain and illness and with great success. So I don't know if any of you um, have experienced um, acupuncture. I have, and it's amazing. Um, and if you really want to work on healing the body, it's an excellent avenue and modality to do that. So the first uh, energy center is called the root center. But I'm going to just go ahead and name all of the chakras, and I'm going to go uh, in order of uh, the root chakra, which is at the base of the body, and go all the way up. So we have the root chakra, the sacral center, the solar plexus center, the heart center, the throat center, the third eye center, and the crown center. And the root center, uh, it's at the bottom. It's the bottom chakra, and it's the bottom of the body itself. And there, like I said, you know, there there are other chakra points, like on the soles of the feet, but Although they're important, they're, they're still minor chakras, and they're not connected directly to the main seven chakra system that we're working with here, we're talking about here. And when you visualize the root chakra, you should see it as a red spinning ball of light, and it's located at the base of the spine. And the root chakra is the most closely connected to the physical plane 
of all the physical centers. And it's the center associated with survival of the species and with a fight or flight instinct. And it's also strongly sexual on an almost animal level. This is the center too, the root chakra in the average person that most of our energy is used to, to uh, incarnate is stored here. So when you learn slowly to unleash this energy, you not only raise your consciousness, you unleash an enormous store of energy as well. So just consider like the atomic bomb that blew up in Hiroshima. It only weighed 15 pounds. Yet when the stored energy of that bomb was unleashed, it was enough to evaporate a large city. How many 15-pound bombs would fit in your body, right? How much do you weigh? How much energy is locked up into your physical body that can be unleashed as you learn to open and develop and expand your root center? Most people are born with the center open and fairly well-developed. Uh, and the chakra exercise that I'm going to teach you, lead you through, is going to help you tap into its energy and develop it, uh, you know, develop the higher centers as well. And many of us inadvertently block the center as we live our lives due to emotional issues around touching uh, upon survival fears or sexual problems. And such blocks can result in health issues ranging from prostate and uterine problems to kidney, bladder, and bowel problems to lower backbone and nerve problems. Again, the chakra energy is going to help those of you who struggle with those things to clear the blocks and create a healthy root center once again. Uh, all of the main chakras affect the physical body so strongly because each is connected to one of the body's ductless glands. And when they're healthy and balanced, the chakras, they help the gland to meter into the blood system, uh, the correct amount of hormone to keep the body balanced. But when they become blocked, they cause corresponding physical gland malfunction, either putting too much or too little hormone into the bloodstream. And it creates an imbalance that all of the other glands now they have to compensate for. So, and this is how ill health develops. We can keep our aura, the energy field around us healthy by working hard to eat right, sleep right, and get right exercise. But our energy body can also keep our physical health, physical body healthy by maintaining a healthy emotional outlook on life. And that's huge. Uh, our, our body mind and our mind body are one in the same and, and both affect the other. The physical body and the energy body are very closely interrelated. Um, and remember our aura or our astral body exists in, on the lower astral plane, which is very, very sensitive to emotions. So the ductless glands that correspond to the root center are the gonads for the male and the female sex glands. So when this center is open, there's a strong sexual sensation, sometimes accompanied by physical symptoms such as tingling. So when you find during that the meditation um, that you're, you're focusing on your root chakra, you just might feel, feel uh, some sensations down there. The second chakra is called the sacral chakra. Um, and when you visualize the sacral chakra, you should see an orange spinning ball of light, approximately two inches below your navel along the spinal column. The sacral center is also strongly sexual. Uh, opening it may be associated with feelings of pressure on the lower back. Um, between the two hollows uh, to either side of your spine on the lower back or pressure in the lower abdomen. And again, there may be tingling or feelings of sexual arousal as well. This is very normal. The sacral center 
connects to the spleen in the physical body. It is in fact sometimes called the spleen center. And it's known as the martial in, in the martial arts world as the tan, tan tian, the seat of body mind. This is the psychic energy center that is most creative in all physical plane sense. All creative people such as artists and musicians as well as all martial artists have this center very strongly developed. And most people are born with it open as, and well-developed. But again, negative emotional reactions to life's problems, it can cause it to be blocked. And if it's blocked, uh, involvement in any of the arts, uh, meditation, or sex with a loving, caring partner uh, can help to open it back up again. Uh, and the chakra exercise can do that too. Um, illnesses associated with this center can involve the sexual organs, lower back, but also the pancreas, liver, and spleen. The sacral center is the seat of our lower intuition, and people with this center, well-developed, have a very strong, uh, they have very strong and accurate hunches, and they usually know that they have a keen, they have keen intuition and tend to follow their feelings more than most. And just to let you know, the third eye, which we're going to talk about, the third eye center is the higher octave of, of it. So the lower octave, octaves, we have the root, the sacral, and the solar plexus. Those are the three lower octaves. The higher octaves are the heart, the throat, the uh, third eye, and the crown. We're going to talk about all of those. So we've talked about the root chakra. We talked about the sacral chakra. Now we're going on to the solar plexus center. And the solar plexus center should be visualized as bright yellow, a spinning ball of bright yellow light. And it's located at the base of the, base of the sternum or breastbone. It is a, gla a glandular counterpart in the physical body as known as the adrenal glands. All right. And a lot of people will feel like it's kind of like we connect this with the belly in the belly too. Um, so the solar plexus center is the seat of, uh, the lower mind. All of our human intellectual capabilities at this point in mankind's evolution are drawn from this center, from our socialization to our politics, to our science. People have sharp minds who are very social, who are good at technical things that require focus and concentration, all have well-developed solar plexus centers. The center is open at birth in most people and should be fairly well-developed. People with this center well-developed usually have, a, have strong lungs and powerful upper, upper body development. When the solar plexus becomes blocked, it is usually due to emotional disappointments in love or interpersonal relationships and can lead to heart, stomach, liver, upper digestive tract, lung, and breathing problems. And since it's so closely placed um, in the body to the heart center, Often these two centers operate together, head and heart. People operating strongly from the center, though, they tend to take things personally, whereas people viewing life from the heart center uh, are more objective. Really, this is the seat of self-esteem, power and self-esteem. Um, and when the solar plexus center opens, it feels like extreme pr pressure is being placed on the base of your sternum. And you may feel a need to take a very deep breath Feel your rib cage expanding outward, your upper back straighten. And this is a powerful center that has the capacity to hold, to hold a great deal of energy, y'all. The higher octave to the solar plexus center is the crown chakra, which is at the very top of the head. 
And this is another reason why the solar plexus is used as the storage area um, for energy rays, but not needed. So it's kind of, we hold stuff in our bellies um, and in the event that we need to use it, we can, we can call on it. The heart center is uh, in the middle and it's placed exactly between the three lower and three upper centers that, that uh, we've talked about. And you should see the heart center as a spinning ball of green light in the center of your chest, uh, in your heart. Uh, the glandular counterpart to the heart centers is the thymus gland. And when the center is opening, you feel your chest area expand outward. And you actually may feel an ache in your chest when it begins to develop and expand to carry larger amounts of universal life force energy. You feel a rush of joy. Or as many followers of Eastern religions call it, the outpouring of bliss. The heart center is the seat of unconditional love. When we open it, it has infinite capacity for giving and also the ability to receive freely and without restraint. It is the key to all healing work. And y'all know that when we're in, uh, when we're in that heart place, there's no better feeling. It's so freeing. Um, so when your heart center is open, you become a beacon of light to all the people around you. You actually generate a loving vibration that makes most people simply want to be with you. Most people in our world today are born with the center open, but undeveloped. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of the things that uh, we're, we're doing on the planet right now is learning to develop the unconditional love of the heart center. And when all of us have the heart center open, fully developed, there's going to be an understanding and acceptance between all people. There's not going to be any more war. And right now, all of us have brief moments when the center, when this center operates on a higher level. Uh, for example, every woman pregnant with a child knows exactly uh, the feeling I'm talking about. But very, very few people on the planet have this center operating in its fully developed state all the time. When this center becomes blocked, it is usually the overflow from a blocked solar plexus center that has caused the block. Since the two centers are so closely uh, together in the body and connect so closely at this point in mankind's development. And again, heart problems, lung problems, breathing problems, and upper spinal and shoulder ailments are the most common results. The throat center is the first of the upper centers. Remember, I talked to you about the lower three and the upper three. Um, and it is the higher octave of the root center. So, of course, you know that it's a highly creative center. And all of us have the center partially open at birth but not blocked. Uh, it's just not developed. So in people where it's slightly more developed, you're going to see a strong willpower, an ability to work through problems that would stop other people. And also these people... Uh, have the ability to speak up, to express themselves. I mean, you're talking the throat, the throat center, how we express who we are. It's very likely that really like the only people on the planet at this moment, really, uh, with this throat chakra center fully developed are the avatars in India who have elected to live far from human influences so that they can readily pull them back down to a lower level. Um, and the, you know, the, the traits, like there've been some people like there's this avatar Sai Baba, for example, uh, in India, 
And he has been known to materialize objects. And he's been seen in several places by multiple people at the same time, even though he's never left his home in the deserts of India. And these traits of a complete, uh, you know, of a fully open and developed throat center, the ability to manifest your desires completely, immediately and physically. And maybe perhaps it's a good thing that we can't all do this one yet, right? We could be able to manifest so fast. So you should see the center as a blue spinning sphere of light when you work with uh, the chakra exercise that I'm going to talk to you about. Um, and the corresponding gland in the physical body is the thyroid. The throat center is located at the root of the tongue, uh, high up in the neck, almost where you would swallow. I just swallowed. That's so funny. Um, seen from the back, the hollow of uh, at the base of the skull is an entrance point for energy into the throat center. I do want to say something like, and just give you some advice. You know, we drive in our cars and sometimes, uh, could be a lot of times we have people behind us that, um, that aren't really mo the most patient people and they can send some really negative energy to us. One of the things that you can do is make sure when you drive, you can always, if you feel kind of funky and you notice the person behind you is, uh, really on your ass, driving on your ass and all of that. And you kind of feel funky from them. You can always put your hand behind your neck. You can always surround yourself with golden white light and always, if you want just to see, see, uh, a shield of armor that is covering the back of your neck so that can prevent the energy from uh, reaching you. Um, so like I said, it's seen from the back. Uh, the hollow uh, at the base of the skull is the entrance point for the energy into the throat center. And now you begin to see why so many cultures utilize sticking out their tongue to indicate dominance and virility as a higher octave to the root center. The center is also uh, strongly sexual. It's important for those of us that, that aspire to become psychic mediums to work hard to develop the center. As a medium or channel uh, of psychic information, you know, it's more likely to come through your throat center than from you. And any of you know, uh, those of you who uh, deliver psychic information, deliver mediumship information, you know that you move out of the way and you allow uh, the information to come through you and to be able to speak on behalf, especially of those people who have passed. Um, so it's, it's therefore really important that this center be well enough developed that you, you're not a sitting duck for just anything that wants to come through. Only a strong developed throat center will allow you to remain in control and giving control over to an unknown force. When you do mediumship readings, it can be very, very dangerous. So you have to be real careful about that. When the throat center opens up, you may feel your chin lifting or your throat area expanding as more energy begins to pass through it. You may feel a tingling going right down through your arms uh, into your hands, which is very connected to the center. Uh, and you may also feel a popping in your ears. And again, they're all closely related to the center, the throat center. A blocked throat center usually results from holding back the things you want and need to say. It can result in ear, throat, mouth, and neck, and thyroid problems. So the third eye, or Ajna center, is located at the root of the nose between the eyes. And when it opens, you will usually feel a pressure there, or a tingling, you know, and behind your eyes, and also in the middle of your forehead. It'll feel as if the head is expanding and your eyes are somehow opening wider. When you visualize the third eye center, 
see a deep indigo uh, spinning sphere of light in this area just between and above your eyes. In most people, uh, this upper chakra is also only partially open. I mean, we do, those of us who are expanding our psychic development um, and our ability to channel, um, we really need to develop this. Even though it's underdeveloped at birth, it's really not blocked. It usually remains that way throughout life unless we uh, do some sort of spiritual or psychic work to open it up and develop it. And develop it. So if we do, it becomes the doorway into the realm of spirit. It confers the ability to see clairvoyantly when combined with the crown, crown center. And those of you, I am predominantly clairvoyant. That's my primary way of getting my information. And the other uh, clairs kind of support me. Um, and uh, it gives us, like I said, the ability to see and hear our guides and to connect with people who've crossed over. When it's fully open, it gives the ability of uh, omniscience and the ability to literally see through people and things. X-ray vision. Uh, in effect. When the center becomes blocked, it is usually through misuse from attempting to exert control psychically over another person. Blockages here result in head and eye problems. The third eye center is also highly creative uh, as the sacral center, the center that is lower octave to it. Since the gland associated with it uh, is the pineal gland, actually it nestles itself uh, against the pituitary gland that corresponds to the crown center. Uh, and these two centers almost always function as one symbiotically. It is hard to separate their functions because of that. And um, uh, many of history's most inspired and creative people, they did have these two centers open and channeled amazing things to them. Um, Einstein, for example, recovered E equals MC squared, his famous energy matter formula while fishing on a rowboat, Beethoven received his Ninth Symphony only moments uh, in moments, hearing the whole thing from start to finish, and then he took over five years to write it all out. But in the unusual, in you know, in these unusual people, the other chakras weren't uh, as equally or fully developed. So unfortunately, they had severe problems in all the other areas of their lives, and it's for this reason that it's important to open and develop and balance all the chakras and ideally uh, in order uh, as their capacities build um, build uh, one upon the other. And uh, it's interesting uh, because there have been scientific studies that have shown the pineal gland to be over enlarged in infants but after infancy it shrinks down to the size of a pea but then it expands again during adolescence only to shrink back down in adults. Yogis have enlarged uh, pineal glands, uh, even beyond the size found in infants. And apparently infants, adolescents, and yogis are all using it for something, right? Yet science, it doesn't know how, what the gland does, only that it is also sensitive to light waves beyond the visible, visible spectrum. And we know it to be primarily responsible for psychic ability and clairvoyance. The crown chakra is the last chakra. Uh, and it's located literally at the top of the head. And in the east, it's often shown as a thousand petal lotus because when it's fully open, it is awesome. It expands consciousness into other planes of existence, um, conferring great insight, intuition, wisdom, and the ability to merge the personality of the lower self with the exalted consciousness of the higher self. It is characterized by direct inspiration. And when it's stimulated, 
it's combined with the third eye center and it confers clairvoyance and uh, telepathic ability as well as the ability to know the future. When it's open or stimulated, you may feel like the hair on the top of your head is standing up or you get a tingling sensation in parts of your crown or all around the crown of your head um, or the feeling of the sensation of very like a hat on your head. So you will know, you, you will have a feeling and you can actually consciously expand it or um, uh, decrease the size of it. So it's kind of like opening a trap door and it's not uncommon either to feel a band around the head when both it and the third eye are open together. The color associated with this chakra is violet. The crown chakra corresponds to the pituitary gland. And in most people, it's partially open in birth. It's not blocked though, it's just underdeveloped. And if it does become blocked in life, it usually will do so because of over negativity uh, in one's thinking and almost deliberate shutting down. And this tends to result in migraines and severe head and neck tension. So that's the, uh, the overall um, explanation of the chakras. So um, just notice where in your life, maybe you're struggling with headaches, maybe you're struggling with backaches, maybe whatever's going on with you, you aren't feeling as confident as you could. So that's connected to your solar plexus. The, um, the chakra development exercise that I'm about to do with you is going to help you uh, work on opening these chakra centers. So now that you know what the chakras are and what they do, it's time to learn the exercise that I teach people to use to open up and develop them. And this is really, really cool. Uh, and because you do this on your own using your own energy and visualization, it's completely safe and it's very effective. Um, you're going to open and develop your chakras at your own pace in this way. There will be no danger of overload or imbalance, um, as there would be if you were working with a partner or if you had someone trying to open them for you. Um, I have two versions, but I'm going to just use one of them with you today. Um, and so when you're ready, uh, of course, I always suggest that you don't do this uh, when you're when you're driving or operating machinery. Um, but it just find a place to sit quietly where you're going to be undisturbed, uh, maybe for the next uh, 15 minutes or so. Um, it can be done lying down since it's actually very energizing. It might be kind of good for you to do that. And it employs active creative visualization. But since you're kind of beginning at this, maybe some of you who are beginners at this, um, those of you who are not, you, you kind of know how to do this and you can find yourself sitting up. Um, it's still a good idea to do it while sitting in a chair. Uh, so just note that the spin of the chakra will depend on whether it is pulling energy into your body clockwise or pulling energy from you into spirit counterclockwise. Since your psychic energy centers may change their direction of spin every two hours, there really is no normal direction of the spin. So whichever way they seem to be going on their own is the way you should just let them spin. Okay. Um, and some authorities may disagree with this, but you know what? I'm just going to share my experience with you. So don't have a set um, way to quote unquote, see them. All right. So if you're seated or lying down, uh, remember just to shut your phone off and, uh, you know, shut all, all noise out. If you want to put some relaxing, 
uh, music on just in the background, you can. Uh, but close your eyes and center yourself by taking three deep diaphragmatic breaths. And with each exhalation, feel your body settling more firmly into the chair, letting go of all tension, of all stress, allowing your whole body to relax, and letting each exhale be a little deeper than the preceding one. Use, um, allow yourself using your breath to put yourself in white light and spend some time on this y'all uh, until you're completely bathed in white light and your whole body feels like it's glowing and tingling. Focus on the area beneath your feet and as you focus on the area beneath your feet as your feet are on the ground See yourself pulling white light up through your feet, all the way up through your legs and your hips, through uh, up from your fingertips, up through your arms, all the way to your shoulders, bringing that white light from your hips all the way up through your entire body. As you continue to breathe in, bring it up through the top of your head. And as you exhale, see it coming out of the top of your head, surrounding you in white light. And know that there is a light source outside of you that's continually pouring white radiant light into the energy field surrounding you. That's your aura. Uh, and in your mind's eye, see your aura becoming progressively more and more brilliant. Now, breathe in sharply and deeply as you see a shaft of that incredibly brilliant white light from the energy field around you being directed into your root center at the base of your spine. With each successive inhalation, continue to see the shaft of white light entering your body and pooling at the base of your spine, entering into a luminous spinning sphere of red light that gets larger, spins faster, and becomes more and more brilliant with each additional particle of light that enters it with each breath you take. Keep your focus on this image and the sensations of heat, pressure, tingling, opening, and perhaps even arousal that may accompany it until it feels like your root is about to burst with the amount of light energy entering it. At that point, exhale completely and we move on to the next step. Breathe in again as you see the shaft of brilliant red light from the spinning sphere of your root center burst from the top of it and move up your spine. Exhale and breathe in again until it merges into the next psychic energy center, the sacral center, two inches below your navel. As the red light energy from the root center enters the sacral, Watch it turn orange, flooding into the sacral center that you see as a glowing, spinning ball of orange light. Exhale and breathe in again, at the same time visualizing another shaft of white light entering into the sacral center from the brilliant white aura surrounding you. See the white light coming in from the field surrounding you and the red light coming up from the root center 
merging into the glowing sphere of your sacral center. And then it begins to spin faster with an intensity and clarity that is as clear as a jewel. You may be feeling pressure on the spine or the stomach, feeling a tingling or even burning sensation in the sacral area, or even feeling a sensation of sexual arousal as the energies continue to intensify. Keep breathing in while you visualize the white light coming in from around you and the red light coming up from your spine and into the sacral center until the ball of light virtually begins to fill your abdominal cavity and feels ready to burst from you. Then exhale completely and we move on to the next step. Again, breathe in as you see a shaft of light shoot up your spine. This time, it is the orange light from the sacral center that explodes out the top of the center and rises up to the center into the solar plexus center. Exhale and breathe in again as you draw another beam of white light from the energy field around you into the solar plexus center. In your mind's eye, see the orange light from below and the white light from outside both entering into the yellow sphere of light that is your solar plexus at the base of your breastbone. And as they do, watch the light they shine with yellow uh, turn yellow too. And right now you may feel a need to draw in a very deep breath as the center opens and expands. So just go ahead and do it. Your ribs may feel like they're being pushed wider apart than ever before as you breathe. Your diaphragm muscles feel like it needs to expand to accommodate the light filling your lower chest area. You feel yourself sitting straighter. Your back in this area feels like there is literally a hole in it as white light energy keeps pouring in. Keep visualizing that orange light coming in from below and the white light coming in from outside as the solar plexus center begins to glow with intensity strong enough to rival the sun in the sky. It becomes progressively more transparent and spins faster and faster. Again, continue to breathe in as you visualize the light energy flowing in until the yellow energy bursts from the top of the center. And when it does, exhale completely and move on. Breathe in again strongly as you visualize the yellow light of the solar plexus center moving up into your heart. There it enters into the heart chakra in the middle of your chest. Exhale and then breathe in again while the same time you draw another shaft of white light of energy uh, from the energy field around you into your heart center. As these two beams of light enter into you, See it expand and glow with green light. At the same time, you feel your physical heart as if it's expanding and you're filled with a sense of inner joy and well-being as this center begins to open up. Your shoulders begin to straighten. You feel yourself needing to push your chest out to accommodate all of the green spinning light from the universal life force. As you continue to focus on breathing more light in with each inhalation, 
You feel waves of light energy filling up the center and causing it to overflow into the rest of your body, indeed into the world around you. Continue to hold this visual, letting your heart center fill with new life force in the form of the colored light and breathing, uh, breathe entering it, breath entering it. Again, let the pressure build in the center, helping it to grow and expand until you find that you cannot hold it anymore. And then breathe the green light from your heart center up your spine, into your throat, into your throat center, and exhale completely. Next, feel your heart, feel your head uh, thrown back on your neck, and your throat expands as you breathe in the green light energy moving up your spine into your throat center. Be sure to keep your tongue on the soft palate of your mouth to keep the circuit closed. At the same time, bring a shaft of white light in from the energy field around you into your throat center and watch the green light of the heart and white light of the universal force merge into the blue light of your throat center. Keep visualizing the shafts of light entering your throat center with each breath you take, making that blue spinning sphere at your throat change to a progressively more intense and vibrant crystalline color. Again, continue to bring the light in until the center is expanded to hold as much light energy as it can handle and then shoot the blue light from your throat center up through your head and into your third eye. Exhale completely again. And then we move on. Next, see the blue light from your throat center shoot up through your head as you breathe it into your third eye. Keep that blue light entering into the spinning, deep, dark indigo sphere, which is the third eye center, while you also breathe in a shaft of white light of universal life force from the energy field around you and direct it into your third eye center too. Feel your forehead expanding, feel a band-like sensation around it and pressure in the center of it as more and more light enters into this center and merges with it. Feel the depth of the center as it begins to make bridges to other dimensions and realities as you open it. You may find corresponding tingling in the lower octave center to it, the sacral chakra, as you open it. Again, Keep breathing. Keep breathing in the light energy from both sources, the throat center below and the white light from outside of you, until you feel you can breathe in no more than let the indigo light from the center move up into the crown of your head. Exhale again, and let's move on. Breathe in the indigo light moving up through your head, into your crown center and see it move into the center to merge there with the violet of your spinning crown center. Breathe in again and pull the shaft of white brilliance from the field around, around you into your crown as well. Uh, it too emerges into the violet of the crown center. Now with each breath you take, keep drawing these two light energy centers into your crown. And you may feel the top of your head is maybe even going to burst open. 
Feel your consciousness expanding far beyond the limits of your physical brain and mind. Continue to breathe the light energy into the center as long as you can. And when you feel that you cannot hold this anymore, exhale and let's move on. Now, holding your attention primarily on your crown center, look down on your root center. You see it pulsing strongly with clean, clear red light. Exhale. And as you breathe in, pull that red energy from the root center up your spine to your sacral chakra and take a moment to let the red light from the root mix in a swirling motion with the orange light of the sacral center while still holding your breath. Now exhale and breathe that mixture of red and orange light up into your solar plexus. There let the red of the root and the orange of the sacral and the yellow of the solar plexus all swirl together while you hold your breath. And now exhale. Now breathe in again as you pull these three colors still swirling together up your spine and into your heart center where now you have red, orange, yellow, and green light swirling together. Again, hold your breath while you're watching them swirl around. And then exhale once again. When you breathe in again, breathe those four swirling colors in your heart. Red, orange, yellow, and green, bring that up into your throat center. Again, holding your breath as you add these into the blue of your throat center. And when all of the colors are flowing smoothly together, breathe out. In your next inhale, draw all of the colors of light energy you've gathered from the chakras, red, orange, yellow, green, and blue, up into the third eye center. Again, Hold your breath as you watch all of these colors swirl together. Then exhale again. And on your next inhalation, draw the swirling colors finally up to the crown center. Hold your breath once more as you watch all seven colors. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet swirl together. And when the pressure has built up and you can't hold your breath any longer, just exhale all seven rainbow colors out of the crown of your head, shooting them up and out into the universe. And now let your breathing just slowly return to normal. Keep your eyes closed for a few moments while you access the new feelings in your body and in your chakras. Just take some time here. I hope this uh, episode of Connecting with Chakras has helped you understand really the, the energy centers of our bodies are just fascinating and really contribute to our health and well-being. Um, and if you would like uh, a reading around anything in your life, love, money, health, uh, business, relationships, whatever it is, please reach out. It'd be my pleasure to uh, to offer a reading for you. Uh, and if you feel compelled and you'd like to really expand the quality of life that you have, uh, I work with people all over the world, uh, helping them develop new skill sets, 
um, and to feel better about their lives. So reach out to me, 404-558-3971, or you can uh, email me at Janice at JaniceRCohen.com. And uh, in some of the upcoming sessions, I'm actually going to be bringing some really cool people in for interviews um, on uh, topics and subjects that I think y'all will really like. So I'm looking forward to introducing them to you. Um, If you get a chance, please go visit iTunes and take just a quick moment to write a quick review and rate my podcast. This helps in the rankings. Uh, And as always, I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes.